Hello guys, welcome to Mind Mesh. This is Fish. Uh, I'm Chayton. And I, I was going to come into this with a weird topic. I thought I had a really weird topic, which was like gorilla fighting. I thought that was pretty intense. But no, Chayton came in here with the, we with the weirdest video I think I've seen in a bit. A man that eats raw meat and has been eating raw meat as like his main source of food for like 10 years. Okay, can I just, <laughs> can I just hop in and say something real quick? Yeah, go right. ahead. So this is my mesh. This is a podcast where we, we find a random weird ass video of the week and, and we discuss it. it. This is the podcast to discuss those shower thoughts that you have or those late night rabbit hole internet links that you find. This is the kind of podcast where weird is the normal. All right. So well, we talked about this and I said, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to go out and I'm going to find something weird. So Gorilla found, fights are nothing compared to this. <laughs> so I found a man who went on a raw meat diet. If you search raw meat diet on YouTube, it's the first link that pops up. Watch it. Be disgusted by it. Whatever you want to do. Just enjoy it because it's a it's a ride and a half. <laughs> okay, so this man. Okay. Mm -hmm. I I thought it was bad enough that he ate raw meat. Uh -huh. Did it said in the video that his was his wife vegetarian? Yeah, his wife was vegetarian before she started dating him. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so like, did he force her to like? Okay, you either. Well, no, she saw. She you. said she saw how ethical it was. The way he butchered animals in his the backyard. The way he fucking murdered them kids. animals in front of her. No. <laughs> Look, okay. And um, the children. And don't forget the four kids. That but he, he looked healthy. Let's he did. Okay. okay, let's say that for a second. Okay, the raw meat diet. Surprisingly, he's been on it for 10 years and it seemed to be working. He it had, did. I he agree had with that. He three month old liver dry uh, dry and moldy in his fridge. And we watched him eat the mold off of the liver. That's so <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> so but all I'm saying is like maybe it works. Like you said, we've all we've just been so afraid of germs that we sterilize everything. Well, no, okay. Here's my thing. So yeah, sushi, as yeah. a food in general, is t typically raw fish. Yeah, I don't actually know if it's uh like preserved in any way or if it's like sterilized in any way. I think it might like. It might be sterilized in like salt water or something to kill the bacteria. But for the most part, that's just raw fish. And fish is like up there with chicken in the sense of like if you eat it raw, that's that's usually a pretty bad thing. And then there's steak tartare, which is just sirloin steak or any form of like beef cut. And you chop it and you grind it into like ground beef and you mix it. It's like a salad. It's almost like a salsa. Have you ever really? heard of steak tartare? No, what is that? No, literally, it's, like it's it's a it's a steak dish that's literally it uses raw meat. You mix it with a bunch of veggies, tomatoes, uh, parsley, a bunch of fresh herbs, and it's stuff that you serve on those little like toast chips that you can get. Huh? Literally, it's it's raw meat that you just serve. So like in, in, in that kind of aspect, it's like if we can if 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 those fine rich folks at the top of Beverly Hills. <laughs> Bro, this man was eating meat off of bones like a fucking caveman, though. He, no, he literally called himself a dog. He's like, I can gnaw on this bone for hours like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, all I'm saying is, like, if we can eat steak tartare and, and if we can eat 
fish eggs, caviar. That's raw fish eggs. If we can you, eat sushi, like what's just, to say we can't just chow down on a fucking lamb chop? It just reminds cooked. It just reminds me of these memes of uh. Do you remember those pe- those like memes that went around for a while that were like, I here are my um, <laughs> here are my rare or uh, medium rare chicken tenders. <laughs> you know, I, it was like raw chicken I with like actually, some breading on it. I was actually a uh, what was it? I I, I found a, an image that was like a Reddit post, and I've seen this I've seen this image before. But he was like, hey, I was cooking these uh, chicken breasts and while I was putting them in the oven, I accidentally uh, I accidentally dropped them while I was cooking them. And they, they accidentally touched the tip of my penis. And now my penis is all is all swollen. And I, I do you guys what do you guys think I could do? And all the comments on the Reddit post are like, you fucked that chicken breast, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> so like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, like, I mean, for real though. Okay, so you know, like, when you go to a steak restaurant, or if, if you cook burgers, or I mean, I I'm any guy. kind of meat, you, I think everyone's had that experience, especially if you don't have a meat thermometer, where you cook something, be it a burger, be it a steak, be it be it a chicken breast, be it a piece of fish, and you bite into it and you look at it and you're like, did I cook that enough? Have yeah. you ever had that? Like, no, you had no, that experience. Well, you asked me this, but you've been there when I've cooked burgers here. Oh yeah, that, that's I, very true. I, I, well, no, I, I had the because like, like we, my biggest thing is like I had the tendency of burning the burgers. Yeah, because you turn the heat too high, yeah, exactly. and then you burn them, and you're like, oh, they're done, and then you cook into them, and they're still red. Yeah, exactly. Like they're they're not they're not rare. They're black and blue. <laughs> exactly, or black and red. Really. Black and red. Really, yeah, it's not steak. Um, but. It's it's so strange because like I, we we accept a degree of we raw. accept a, yeah we accept a degree of rawness especially yeah there are some people in this world well I mean we we we've discussed this before not of course on the podcast but we've discussed uh our our like if we go to a steak restaurant how we order our steak yeah I like mine medium rare yeah, I no, like we, mine are more on the rare bo- side we've both the we've both uh described that when we go to steak restaurants we like medium rare yeah you're more on the rare side i'm more on the medium side so it's like we we as humans as a, as a race accept rare meat to an extent but not for the fact that th- hanging it up in our refrigerator and just pulling out a liver or a testicle and taking you're a forget- bite out of it like a Kit Kat bar you're forgetting <laughs> that like he let that liver age for like two months, months. yeah no it was black <laughs> and he showed the like the fuzzy mold and he's like sometimes i just like the Lick it up. <laughs> fucking like ate it like a fruit roll up. I think my favorite part was especially with your reaction was as like it had no correlation to it. He was just talking about making intestine smoothies and then all of a sudden it's showing like the four kids that he has at the dinner table, like, oh, where do you want to sit, Dad? And they all have like cooked meats and baked potatoes and he sets <laughs> he sets his plate down and it's just a bunch of cubes meat. of like lamb <laughs> testicles and lamb chops just completely raw. <laughs> <laughs> it's like know. that and then like like you said he made like an intestine smoothie <laughs> yeah and he couldn't use his uh he couldn't use the the family blender anymore because it caused it to smell like stomach bile he had to get his own he had to get his oh, own that blender makes me sick to my stomach to think of as, as soon as soon as i started the video and as soon as because uh, it was it was that one specific video if you search it 
as soon as I, I started, of course, the, the guy, his name's Derek. He he takes a bite of the meat and he pulls it and you can see all the, like you eat a steak and sometimes you get those little tendons and those little like muscle oh, no, fibers no. that it stretch. It like a fucking caveman just fucking well, shot I'm just describing how like his teeth like just grinded into it and pulled. Like sometimes when you get a steak, you get those muscle fibers, that, oh, like, yeah. those little tendons that stretch when you eat it. Of course, with raw meat, it's to uh, uh, an extreme degree where the entire thing's that. <laughs> So like we start it and you I see, wonder if sometimes he just like gets ground beef or makes ground beef or I guess in yeah, his he goes ca- to, or, or in like he his goes case to Kroger and well, he's no, just no, like no, no, oh, no. This he is said he didn't selection. like he said he didn't like packaged meat so I guess if he made his own ground ground lamb because it seems like he likes sheep yeah I wonder um like, I wonder if this started with his family his his trailer park family making steak tartare because they're like oh this is what the rich people eat and he ate it and it's like well damn. That's pretty good. <laughs> well, I I don't know where. It, I wonder how. Yeah, I, I kinda, I'm, a, I'm like after you. Watching I wonder that, how it I want, started. I want to know the origin because he said ten years ago, and and he looks like thirty six. Bro, dude looks twenty six in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, and he's and like, well, I mean, I and I'm not can... talking shit about his wife, but his like his wife looks older. Well, no, they weren't married. Oh, what were they? Yeah, not? he he called a girlfriend the entire video. Okay, so his I his but girlfriend. I, I think his four children were with this were with this lady. I don't remember her name. I just remember Derek. But maybe that's because it's ingrained in my mind watching him eat raw meat. Yeah, no one else ate <laughs> raw meat, so they didn't stick out well, as no, much as this that, man. Take that. Well, back. yeah, the fucking kids. yeah, the kids would take like little morsels off his plate and just just shove them in his mouth like you're chipmunks. you're making it sound like that's the only food they got. <laughs> We watched the scene of them ch- uh, cracking eggs and pouring the raw eggs in their mouths and be like, oh, yeah, yeah well, but I we also saw that up the, like a popsicle. We also saw the scene where they ate like a real dinner and their dad ate the raw meat. Yeah, but he's trying to convert them like a... <laughs> <laughs> no, he said it's okay. Like he's he not said, like forcing he said, I don't them see any you. problem in bur- butchering these animals in my backyard and letting my children watch. Yeah, that is kind of I don't know. <laughs> like I, what kind of moral grounds these? Cuz I mean there's hunting. I, and, like, yeah, there's no, tons I'm thinking of hunters it, out there that take their kids to like deer hunt and there, like they show hunting, them how to gut. And then there's also, you know, people that are in that profession of either like a butcher or like oh, a yeah, far- like, or like a farmer. Yeah, no, definitely. So, so it's like, like it, it's kind of there's a profession out there that, where there that might be a situation where like a farmer and his kids like just helping them out. Yeah. But it's also like I feel like there's a certain age that you introduce them to. Yeah, it's true because so like the like youngest far- was like eight, wasn't it? No, probably younger. Well, um, probably way younger. I'm thinking five or six for the youngest. That's fair. I mean, I'm also thinking like, but like when you think about a farmer, if you, if like a farmer at, at any point has a son or a daughter, that's like, oh, I, I'm getting to the age where I need help disemboweling this cow. Like what age do you think that's an acceptable thing to, to like bring kids into? <laughs> um, <laughs> let me think. Um, you, Cause in my mind, you know, the first age that pops into my mind. What thirteen? I think I think that's a little, such a transformative I th- part. I think of a little a, younger. I think maybe like ten or eleven. I think they can be like they can see stuff like that at that age, but being introduced into it and doing it, I think thirteen because it's such a transformative age. I feel for, you. For, okay, for, I understand. For a kid or a teen. I mean, that's the puberty years. 
Like, if you introduce this during the puberty years, they're going to accept it as normal. That's also, like, never mind. I No, I, say your thought. I'm interested I, in no, where no, you're going. No, no, I lost my train of thought. I hate that I did because I feel like I had a really good point and then, like, it... Like a little birdie grabbed it and fucking. You know what flew I want to do now? I want to go find a butcher shop and ask them for just a, a raw filet mignon, and then like eat it. In front yeah, of just them? just like purchase it and then eat it like a goddamn apple. Yeah, but like, see, my do you think it took him a while? Do you think it took him a while to like acquire that taste, or do you think it was like, or do you think his obsession started because like he tried like or accidentally like tried a piece of raw meat and was like, ooh, that's really good. Well, okay, I, I kind of, because the way like, I think of it is like when I try new foods, I'm, I'm specifically going to use my sister. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, my sister. She's not dead, but she she needs help. Uh, <laughs> her poor soul, apparently. <laughs> her poor soul. Uh, so you know, she's a very, she's a very picky person. Like she couldn't eat onions as a kid. We had to chop them so finely and not tell her that it was in the dishes that my family was making. Same for well, it was really the same for any other vegetable. She she was very uh she was very specific about what she would eat and what she wouldn't eat because she was a big texture person. Um, so she really liked the those little dark green leafy pieces of lettuce. It was spinach. We didn't tell her that spinach was spinach for about four years because yeah. she believed that it was just dark leafy green lettuce. So there, we we got to a point where we finally told her it was spinach, and that completely altered her mindscape, where she could not physically eat spinach anymore because she knew what it was. It's so then, crazy because like, it, but then seven or eight years after that, her friend takes her out to a pizza joint, shows her a feta and spinach pizza, and she bro, falls in love with spinach again. Bro, feta and spinach pizza is so fucking dude. I good. I'm gonna be cooking uh. Feta and spinach turkey burgers here soon. Ooh, that I'm, sounds so. I'm so pumped good, for bro. it. But moral of the story is, is like your taste buds can change instantly. I think. Well, it's the, the same as like a uh, your whole body like reproduces their cells every seven years or something like that. Yeah. The, in those seven years, your taste buds can change too. I think your taste buds change three times in your in your life. It's some sort of science bullshit like that where your taste buds can change as you. Oh grow well, up. you're not just spouting stuff. You like that's yeah, no. It's something I've researched. Oh wow! I don't know so, the like, actual ta- scientific facts. I just know that your taste buds can change over your lifetime. Or like, say you didn't love oranges as a kid, but when you're eighty fucking years old, oh god, you're gonna be shoveling oranges in your mouth like it's goddamn candy. What is it? There was some food that I hated. No, it was it was similar to your sister. I used to hate onions. I hated. I but got- now you you love onions on like basically anything. Oh, I see. It's. I'm kind of the same thing. I have a big texture problem. I yeah. don't like, um, I like the taste of a lot of fruit, but I can't eat raw fruit because the texture of it. Okay. It has to be I like in that. something or yeah. like, you know, like a flavored thing. But then it, the problem with the flavored thing is it's normally like an yeah, artificial. It's flavor. artificial. It's not yeah. like this is pure apple. No, this is yeah. apple concentrate that was made in a lab um, <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> But no, so like I get, I guess in that sense, I, I'm. So yeah, it was probably one of those things where he ate raw meat and was like, "Oh, yeah, I could do this," and just like made the change in an instant. Or I, part of me, I, <laughs> I just like to imagine this man for like a week, like trying to force himself to eat it and like hating it. Well, he said that he read up on it on like some kind of like 
diet website that like, yeah, like or it was some kind of university or some kind of like science research based thing that was like indigenous yeah, uh, like weird diet. diets yeah. yeah so i i'm sure it was one of those kind of things where he was like yeah i'll try this just like most people try diets like the keto diet and stuff like that they read about it and they're like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna see if this works for me because it's one of those things where like I'm going to use myself as an example. I'm I'm gluten intolerant and I'm dairy intolerant and I I get a lot of allergies that I have from my mother's side of the family. Like I can't go out and eat because I'm allergic to most of the cooking oils that restaurants use. So I'm like for for me personally, I have to go on a specialized diet just because of my allergies. And like I had to try a bunch of different things until I was kind of happy with the the ultimatum that I had to reach. So like uh, with pasta, I'm a bit. I I hate gluten free pasta because it just tastes like rice to me. And See, rice I, ver and rice plus tomato sauce doesn't work with with my taste buds for whatever reason. But I can do vegetable based pastas. See, I like I like both veggie pastas and then like the quote unquote. What is what is gluten free pasta? It's like? made with rice. Okay. Um, I, it's made I like with, some, I like some gluten-free pasta. Or, like, well, um, actually, I don't know if it's made with rice. All I know is if I eat it, it just tastes like white steamed rice. Huh. <laughs> I, there's, I don't, a, there's this pasta dish my girlfriend makes, cause you know, she's yeah. also gluten intolerant. Um, where it's like, it's not necessarily like tomato sauce, but it's like diced tomatoes yeah. and then like cheese and whatnot and baked into these uh gluten-free noodles and i really like the like taste and texture of those noodles in that dish but yeah no there's uh there's several different kinds of uh of but those are like vegetable based um, noodles that i like it's just it's always those name brand gluten-free things that's what I'm, those are though well uh, yeah they're name brand but they're not specifically like oh god they're not the they're not the typical gluten-free yeah. Like they're made from something uh, else and that's Oh, what, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and that's what the label has. Yeah. Like chickpeas and zucchini are a, a very big like, like alternative pasta. Yeah. And uh lentils are a very big alternative pasta. But like it, it's it's one of those things where like if it's a big brand that says gluten-free, it's usually like rice-based. What's your favorite nut? Cashews. Cashews? I'm a big uh, cashews and then pecans and then normal peanuts. Okay, that's my top three. Like I find, cause that's my main snack. I, um, I I eat I eat those like little uh Mr. Planters, those little tins. I'll I'll pick out the uh the that this is gonna tell my accent the pecans, <laughs> peanuts, and cashews. Yeah, those are like those are the ones that like I'm always digging out first, and then the almonds are like fourth. See, I'm I like my my top three like yours would be pistachios peanuts and probably cashews like you um i would say uh pistachios but, for me are like fourth or fifth see i love pistachios i don't like them in my nut mixes but i like them standalone i love pistachios i just hate the work that goes into trying to break open yeah. the shell well that was the i thing know you a, can get pre-shot and for well, the people the out there what's the fun in that no, as a kid, my family literally used to go to the grocery store and buy those uh those bags of pistachios. Sal no, salted peanuts that actually oh. came in the shell. Like they were circus peanuts, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they would just buy that, and that would be my snack. Like I would come home. It was either it was either a bag of those or it was just chips and salsa. 
Those are the two things when I came home from school. Those are pretty healthy snacks, honestly. Sort of, kind of. The salt levels in both of those are probably like yeah, the completely salt killing my system. <laughs> but better than that, I had. I would kill like I would kill one of those giant family sized sour cream and onion uh, Lay's oh, chips in like see, two or three days. Okay, I say salsa and chips. It was basically chips and dip. Like there would be sometimes where it was the sour cream and onion dip with like ruffles. I like, love French onion dip. French onion dip's probably one of my favorite dips. We'll talk about this later, but all I'm going to say <laughs> is barbecue idea. Okay. And that, that should link together. Guys, you don't need to know about this. It's I understand. Right. I get it. <laughs> I understand I, it completely. Um, God, now we get on a whole food craze. I know. I'm, I'm I mean, I it. mean, I'm we're, we're done talking about raw meat, and I'm really glad about that. I like that. how we were. <laughs> I think that's just a testament to the raw meat diet, because we were able to go from raw meat to distinguishing it as a food group, and then instantly going into foods we like in like five minutes. I but I agree. so I, I, think, I think I think the thing is, dude, as gross as it sounds. We the still, first time you watch it. We kind of do like, it in moderation already, though. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He like, just took it to the extreme. Exactly. And I mean, there are there are definitely, like, risks to that. Like, you're you, there, there's definitely a big risks of, like, getting bacteria in your system. That's But we it, also don't know, like, he said that eating raw meat's, like, 90% of his diet. So it's, like, maybe there's another 10% that's saving him. <laughs> that's true like the vegetables yeah and maybe like he might he be taking some vitamins yeah in his intestine like, smoothies maybe he had some blueberries and peanut butter to, <laughs> to help the consistency <laughs> <laughs> oh god intestine smoothies no, uh, I think that's what's that ever since i found that video that's what's been stuck in my mind because <laughs> it's like well i mean yeah, especially in the i think i don't remember if this is a scottish or irish dish uh, haggis Do you, is it Scottish? I, feel I like haven't Scottish. heard of haggis before. Okay, so it's it's like lamb intestines stuffed with lamb. Well, oh, I have heard of organs. Or I have like heard that. of that, but I so don't like, know if it is. But it's fully cooked type deal. Okay. So it, it's an intestine uh, chitlins. That's I'm pretty sure that's pig anus. No, it's uh, or pig intestines. Is it is it pig or is it chicken? I'm pretty sure it's pig because chicken's like a no go when it comes to the raw stuff. Okay. Hey, well, except for this guy. Well, chit well chitlins aren't like raw, are they? Well, chitlins are pickled. I are they? That, I think they're boiled and then pickled. Okay. So they're not raw. Like they are cooked in some. <coughs> Bro, they're cooked in. I burped into the mic. I should have. Yeah, I know. I, I watched you look into the mic and fucking send the gas gods into our listeners' ears. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, oh, man. yeah, no, uh, chitlins are, I'm pretty sure, pick anus or intestines that are boiled and then, or poached and pickled. Okay. God, man, now that I'm thinking about pickles. <laughs> See, I, I don't, I've never liked pickles. But hey, maybe in the next five years, your taste buds will change. And you'll... See, see, this is where I was going. I, my uncle, part loved... of me feels like if I tried pickles recently, I might like them. Well, for me, like, my uncle's a big pickle nut. Really? Like, Lily, for Christmas, we've thought about buying him those giant novelty-sized pickle jars that you see in supermarkets. Like, yeah. the giant ranch bottles and the giant yeah, ketchup yeah, yeah. and mayonnaise. They do pickles as well. And we've literally thought about picking up one of those pickle jars and just giving it to him for Christmas. Because he eats that many pickles. Like, he's that addicted to pickles. 
But you, the thing did is, you did you have those uh did you have those friends or did you see those people in like middle school slash high school that were like quote unquote addicted to pickle juice? I do not have that. I did have a friend that went to the doctor that told him to take less sodium so he would steal the salt packets and then chug them at lunch. <laughs> this was okay. <laughs> sorry to throw your whole example into a tangent, but, but I'm no. so sorry to say this, but I'm about to pee my pants. Whoa, okay, that's fine. We'll we'll Look, look, this is look, the perfect time. Us, okay, watch, if we wait, if wait, we wait. had a sponsor or anything like this, this would be the perfect time for ad read. But instead, it's going to be an awkward cut, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk right, about our next this, topic. Watch this though; it's going to be it's going to be magic. Watch one, two, three. Okay, Fisher, I have a very serious question I have to ask you. Bro, <laughs> I haven't had time to piss. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so hear me out, all right? Yeah, what's up? This is a personal inquiry that one of my friends brought up to me. Yeah. So, they're house sitting, all right? Yeah. And uh they're they're single, but they're like they're in that like weird stage where they're like late night hookups type deal. Like, yeah. You know that, you know that little, that, that phase you get into like in between relationships where it's like, you know what? Screw it. I don't want a relationship anymore. I'm just going to like, not even friends with benefits. I'm just going to hook up constantly. All right. So my friend is house sitting and has been talking to this, this person. Yeah. Uh, for like two weeks or so. So they're like, they're getting to know each other. Yada, yada, yada. They lived like two towns over and she brought the fact that she was house sitting in this town. And he was like, or the the friend, it's a he, uh, brought up the, the, the idea of like, Ooh, let's use that house to our advantage. If yeah. you catch my drift. Okay. So if you were house sitting and you were single and this person or th this other, this female asked you, you want to use this house to our advantage. Would you do it? See, I, I don't. Well, even in the in the even in the situation, like say, like me and my girlfriend, and I was house sitting, and my girlfriend was like, "Let's use this house to our, our advantage. <laughs> advantage." Air quotes. I don't know why we're saying advantage. We've been saying uh, we've been saying fuck yeah, this yeah, entire yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> why don't we use this time? Why don't we use this house to fuck in? I don't. I don't know. 
Because it's a really weird thing. Because, like, if we... Is house sitting like you're staying the night? Because, like, if you stay in the night and not just, like, go I there would assume like, so. Because that's a lot of the times what you do when you're house sitting or okay. dog sitting or, or anything like that. Especially okay. when they're gone for, like, a weekend or something like that. Typically, you're staying the night there to, like, make sure the house is okay. And you're there for, like, a day or maybe two days. Then maybe. I mean, like, <laughs> I guess as long as you... I mean... You clean up after yourself? <laughs> clean up after... Maybe go in the shower or uh, or put down a towel, maybe? You know... A towel? What? <laughs> put down a towel on the bed so, you know, nothing gets anywhere. Okay, whatever. I understand. So, like, you know, if, you, if you're gonna use someone else's bed to... I mean, you're going to a completely different extreme than I was thinking. What were you thinking? I wasn't thinking about using the homeowner's bed. <laughs> okay, what were you thinking? The okay. couch? The, like, I feel like throwing a towel over the couch or like whatever is well, more acceptable than like, yeah, well, I'm going to screw in this homeowner's that's bed. That's well, is it though? Because I feel like there's more time where like the entire family. You not know just how the, disgusting a not, family's not couch is? Just the, not just the fucking parents. But the kids, the entire family is going to be on that couch. And you know how long it's <laughs> and been since... you already know the parents are and, fucking on that bed. And you know how long it's been since that couch has been steam cleaned? Exactly. So it's why already, add to it? It's already why disgusting as fuck. It? Yeah, but I'm... <laughs> the children, Shayton. The children. <laughs> okay. What if they don't have children? Would okay. you be okay with it then? Yes. Yes, completely. <laughs> <laughs> no towel even needed then. No, okay. So this, this is why I told this person. I was like, you know what? That's kind of like fetishy fantasy type stuff. Is it, it though? Well, no. Okay. So it's always one of those like forbidden acts. Like sex is already considered a forbidden act. Fair. In a sense. So it's it's one of those things where like... you. Especially like in a young relationship or in a hookup, it's like you you want to have that experience and doing it in a place that you shouldn't do or a place that shouldn't you shouldn't be able to do it in is exhilarating. It's an adrenaline rush. It's it's one of those things that's like it's that it's that roller coaster ride that you want type deal. So like the way I told her, I was like, look, okay, if you're in your parents' house and you had and you were with someone and you're like, yeah, let's do it. But you had been doing it in your parents' house, in your bedroom, for weeks, months maybe. Like, would you want to do it anywhere else in that household? And they were like, yeah, probably. I was like, okay, now pump that up to a 10 and think if you're doing it in just some random ass home. <laughs> so gorilla fighting. Let's talk about gorilla fighting. Yeah, let's talk about gorilla fighting because I feel like sex and gorilla fighting kind of correlate because they're both very animalistic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, gorilla fighting. I think I feel I, like I, we should have led the podcast with gorilla fighting and then gone to Rob. <laughs> <laughs> but gorilla fighting. I I've been looking at a lot of like animal videos. If lately. you've ever watched wrestling or boxing, you know what gorilla fighting looks like. Bro, you don't though, cause it's like it like a fucking lightning speed. These fucking gorillas will pummel you oh, yeah, in like two you're, seconds. You're not expecting it. It's just it's like just they're like, sitting there. Boom, 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 boom. You don't gotta yell like that. But I'm all sorry, I'm, it peaked probably. It's okay. But anyway, what I what I'm saying is like with gorilla fighting, like they could be sitting there in the zoo just minding their own business. 
for and then like you turn your head or you glance away to read the nice little fun facts they have written on the gorilla and side. they'll slam on the glass like yeah, they're and then, you look, and then you look you. back and they're ripping their hair out and they're like snarling their teeth and they're punching each other in the genitals listen though they're I've nasty been, they're dirty fighters <laughs> listen i've been watching videos probably about the past three or four weeks of just like Different like animal videos of yeah. like bears, mountain I use, lions. I do that from time to time. I'll get onto, I'll get into that rabbit hole where I click like my pet toucan, and then like five hours later, I'm like watching a documentary about sea lions that have been trained to live with cheetahs. That's like, not a real thing, but I just feel like that combination is just like bizarre enough to work. But like, there are people that. Like, people get attacked by all these different animals. Or, like, you see all these different ferocious animals fighting. But I think gorillas are the most terrifying of this, them all. This kind of reminds me of that viral, like, meme-ish video of that bear attacking the kayak canoe. And there's that woman that's, like, yelling at him at the top. It's like, get away from my kayak. I'll, I'll pepper spray you. And she's like I'm crying in the midst of talking. If you've never seen it, no, I've never it's a seen great, that video. it's a great animalistic video. But that was just a side change because it was on my mind. But back to gorillas being the most terrifying animal in a zoo. No, I completely agree. And like when you brought this topic up to me to talk about, like instantly <laughs> in the back of my mind, I was thinking about how every time I've ever been to a zoo and we've gone past an orangutan or gorilla enclosure or anything like that. I've always been kind of unnerved and uneasy standing there watching them. It's crazy because it's even like I agree with that even more so than um than like like this was before even, the whole Harambe incident. This oh was yeah. like when I was four or five going to the zoo watching them either no, from either from the glass or like when they had those enclosures that were like the cement that just dropped straight down into into like a little island thing that they had going on. I know because like even more so than like lions or tigers or any like big cat they're so terrifying. humanistic it's like this is this is literally a deformed evolutionary speaking this is a deformed human that has such animalistic tendencies that they're smart enough where they know how to unlock locks and could still kill me because they want to like they're they're just enough human to figure out like they're, what they're, we're like let me like they're just enough human to like figure out like how we kind of run shit in a way, yeah. No, but they're still they're like, learning just like how wild fucking animals yeah, that just will like, tear your uh, head off, just like, like rats in labs. Like they teach rats to press <laughs> to press the correct button to get treats and food. It's the same way with chimpanzees, same way with the gorillas. Like, but with rats, it's like, what are they gonna do? Bite me and give me rabies? We have shots for that. With chimpanzees and gorillas, it's like, yeah, I just trained this thing to use a keypad to open a door so it can rip my face off if it decides it's in a bad mood. Shit's fucking. <laughs> they're terrifying. Bottom line, they're terrifying. Like, yeah, they're animals. The whole Harambe situation was dumb. Not to bring up a Rambe or whatever. It's like, I love all animals and stuff like that. But, like, because of the stigma and stuff that gets brought up about animals, there are certain animals that you're uneasy with. Such as lions and tigers and so on. Like, you know, you're taught from such a young, like, animalistic stage in your life that certain animals are just inherently bad and you need to stay away from them. And you, and you learn about those predatory animals. But then you also learn about animals that shouldn't be predatory that are predatory. Oh my god, we we were talking about this a few days ago, but that movie Roar. 
Oh that yeah, fucking dude. Yeah, no. If you, if you guys haven't heard of this, there's a film called Roar, and the director, who was also the star of the film, he was a madman. He was a madman. He owned he owned a hand. I can't remember the amount of of lions. It was that like he a lion sanctuary. Well, yeah, he owned a lion sanctuary, and then on set they had 100 untrained tigers. I don't know, not tigers, um, lions, and I don't know if that was from his. Sanctuary, or if the, I'm he, pretty sure he, he owned he them brought, all. Okay, and then he brought in like tigers and panthers and like mountain lions and, and then all they, this shit. Yeah, they filmed the whole movie with untrained lions, just like living with them, Steve Irwin style, except not smart. Not even. <laughs> okay, the dude that shot the film, the cinematographer, got scalped by a lion. Like his the the director said he had to put the. He he the top is the top of his head fell off and he had to take it and put it back on and wrap a bandage around it. He came back and I don't finished the film. Yeah, (laughs) I don't want like two weeks later got stitches and everything, then came back. I don't know how you could do that. Like it's already a dumb idea that you you're you're making a film with all these untrained, untrained animals, like wild animals. No, this kind of reminds me of it was before. It, I don't remember how many years ago it was, but it was that pet chimpanzee that like turned against its owner and like ripped her face off, and then went on like a spree in their like small town that they lived in. I have not heard about. You've this never pet. heard of that? That is crazy. Yeah, but no, I, it, it doesn't was, surprise me. I don't remember if it was a pet chimpanzee or like a sanctuary type chimpanzee or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it, no, it went on like an absolute spree and like ripped its owner's face off, escaped, and like was doing all like I I, I don't know if this is just my mind making stuff up, but I feel like I've read like news reports of escaped chimpanzees like actually turning on cars and like golf carts and stuff like that and actually driving them. But maybe that's just the movies talking to me that I've seen. <laughs> I don't know how true this is. It's been a while ago, and well, yeah, you, be, you, you always read honest, those like, like crazy news stories, and then you never really put more research into it to figure out if they're real or not. And yeah, then your brain I'm, just accepts them as uh, almost factual, but almost not. And yeah, it's like it's like the fairy tales you tell to your children. It's like when I was growing up, there was a there was a a, a gorilla. That went on a rampage through a town because it climbed out of its enclosure. No, like, I was going to tell you something sort of similar. Yeah. I had heard this on, of course, the Joe Rogan podcast. Bro, don't um, don't advertise other podcasts on our (laughs) podcast. I'm sure people already know the Joe Rogan podcast. Dude, don't say it again. (laughs) Um, Either way, I heard this on there. that, um, And I don't know how true this is, and I might be miswording it either way. I heard something to the, like, I don't know how to word it. Either way, I heard something some, to the effect. Yeah, that, something to the effect of um, that there are more domesticated tigers in Texas, in the state of Texas. Than there are in, like, the world because they're the, the, on the, the verge the, of extinction. Than they are in the wild. Yeah. More fucking rich white people in Texas have fucking pet tigers then the rest, then there are wild tigers. Well, I mean, it's the same thing like uh, Saudi Arabia where they do like own lions and tigers as like pets and stuff like that. That shit is crazy. Like, just, just like, I don't, I don't know. I, when I was growing up, I, I always like had a dream of owning like a monkey. Yeah, no. Like, I feel like that's semi normal. I had an uncle that actually owned a monkey. Had a See, monkey. My, my grandpa owned like an emu that he just like. 
randomly showed up on his property one day and he had a fence and he like corralled it in. <laughs> <laughs> he just decided, yep, this is my pet emu now. I can't remember how my uncle got, well, it's not my uncle, my great uncle. He had this pet monkey and I can't, and then the, and the ones I'm, that are typically the most legal to own are capuchin monkeys. They like, and the that's little, because, you, you know, like I wanted like pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, no, the it's, little, that's little a, shoulder yeah, monkeys. capuchin monkey. That's literally, that's what I know had. this because I wanted to have a monkey for so many years. I think that's what he had. And, um, I think what happened to it, I think a dog ended up like snapping its neck. <laughs> Like Jesus Christ! Yeah, I thought I this was gonna be a happy story, but no, all of no a sudden it turns morbid. Here, yeah. So did did he give it to the guy that only eats raw meat? Or <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. This my grandpa told me this. <laughs> I don't this know. Is an old I, story. <laughs> I don't know the entire uh, depth of this story, but you know, in a perfect world, yes, he gave him to the raw meat man. <laughs> yes, and then the raw meat man ate the monkey. <laughs> oh God. He's been waiting for that exotic meat for a while. He's been living off sheep for so many years. Oh, what, what was I going to say? What were you going to say? I was going to transition to another topic to transition to. Oh, God. You're going to have another topic? Do you have oh, another? I don't have I don't have a little segue for us to hop on and get over to it. Yeah, so. we can't go from raw meat to live animals. So what's what's the segue what, here? What live animals to what? What was it? What was it? I don't know. You keep talking like you know it. Uh, I can't remember, so let's keep talking about live animals. <laughs> uh, so okay, uh, on the on the topic of of live animals, um, what what do you, what would you um, what would you want as a pet that's not typically a domesticated animal? I guess I know you're literally just talking about monkeys, but okay, I, so it's it's been pretty domesticated. But I've always wanted to own a gecko, and, gecko? and a specific kind of gecko. It's a it's a crested gecko. Um, they have like the reason they're called like crested geckos is because they have like a cr- uh, the, a moon crest like typically on their. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like it has a distinct marking on their forehead type deal, mm-hmm. and they also have like eyelashes and stuff like that. Um, but I've always wanted a crested gecko. But those have been so domesticated now that you can like literally order one online to be shipped to you. Like it's a little inhumane, but it's like there's some. It's but well through reputable ones, they like ship them like in a specific way, and only during specific times of the year where like the temperature that's inside the mail truck it should be the temperature that they live at type yeah. deal. But it's like we domesticated those for so many years, and like there's so many like different breeds and different colorations that you can buy them with. Where I, I wouldn't distinct, I wouldn't distinctly call them like a weird animal that you would have wanted to own. I yeah. mean, back in like. Back in like elementary school, before Maybe. I wanted a monkey, I wanted a penguin. Because <laughs> I had okay. this weird, I had this weird stigma in my mind that I could just empty out our freezer and put the fr- penguin and, in. Yeah, there. put the penguin in there, and it would have been fine. Um, I don't know why, but I did. I something in my mind decided, yeah, that's acceptable. I think the two animals that I would want, and one's kind of similar to yours. Um, one would be like a savannah cat, which is a uh, oh yeah, it's like a mix between a house cat and like mm-hmm. some African wild cat. We are uh, in my hometown. There's actually someone that owns a, a bobcat on our like town square. Really, like you can go there and they have like apartments on like the second floors of like some of the the stores. And like if you walk past, sometimes you'll just see a bobcat like chilling in the window, staring at people. That's crazy. Um, 
But no, I know what kind of cat you're talking about because I I have known people in the past that have owned those kinds of cats. Yeah, because like they they act like dogs. Yeah, but they're cats, <laughs> and that's mm. all I want. I want just a cat that acts like a dog. Um, uh, my sister has a cat that acts like a dog, and a dog that acts like a cat. So <laughs> sometimes you can just pick up a random cat, and they'll have the instincts of a dog. Oh. It plays fetch. It does like. Especially with like small like hair ties, if you like pull them back like a slingshot and just flick them down the hallway, later the cat will just chase them like no tomorrow and, and play fetch with you. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And then that or like a domesticated fox. Okay, I take that back. When I was one a monkey, I was like, if I can't have a monkey, I want a fox. <laughs> domesticated fox. Well, foxes are just beautiful. Yeah, and foxes then, are such elegant fucking creatures, and then they have the vocal cords of a dolphin, basically. Like, they can make so many noises and communicate in so many ways. It's like, you know, what the fox say? Let's bring back that, like, 2012 meme. What's that I t- forgot about that until you brought that <laughs> up. <laughs> well, it's just like, it's one of those things that's like, like, when I wanted a monkey and when I wanted a fox were, like, at the same time, because I... I at, at the time, I, I thought they were both such clever, smart animals that could be taught. Yeah. Foxes, a little less than monkey, but, like, still, they were, they were both super clever animals. The thing about foxes in general is that they're super destructive. They, they're destructive and just they're... So, like, like, even if you have, like, domesticated ones, they still have those instincts. Oh, yeah, no. They will they will because bury like, them. They will rip holes in your couch and make a burrow in them in an instant. Oh, yeah. I, that's what I've heard about them, but those would be like the pets I'd want to have. I think that was what I was gonna ask you actually. Oh, it was about like, foxes? Well, domesticated animal or like oh. what like pets we we're gonna you want to it, have? It's it's so weird nowadays because like there there are animals, especially in a inhumane sense, with like circuses and sometimes zoos and uh, you know uh, I won't say the name, but like a aquarium uh, show esque zoos. I don't know how to describe it, really. Where, like, we've taken these wild animals and we've domesticated them in such a sense that they know tricks. Yeah. And, like, it's 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 kind of weird because, like, they're not at that point of evolution where they should be domesticated like that. But we've kind of forced their brains into it. Well, that's the problem. Like, you try and, like, that's why that's why the, there's a dumb idea. Oh, I actually remember what I was going to talk about, Um, but I'll say Dumb that. ideas? No, um, you might as well get into it because you're gonna forget it if you finish your statement. Well, I was gonna talk about the documentary Grizzly Man. Oh, is um, that the one that like the man that lived with the bears? Yeah, because yeah. that's a completely dumb idea, and I don't know why anyone would well, ever. Well, so think is to a man that. that eats raw meat. But look at where we are now. Well, that's <laughs> not as dangerous as living with a like a family of bears. This man lived. Well, with there a family was also of bears like documentaries like about three years, and then guess what happened to him? What happened to him, Chayton? What happened to the man that lived with bears? He died. Yeah, he died. <laughs> How did he die? From. From the bears. Yeah, he got ate by bears. <laughs> there's no other way that like that could happen. Well, no. What, what I'm saying is like there's also documentaries of like the guy that lived with wolves and stuff like that. So I mean that stuff happens. Wolves. Can... I feel like you can have a little bit of a chance to fight off if they were attacked. Well, maybe the thing not a is pack. a pack. A pack. No, this man lived with a pack of wolves. The thing is, is that like bears live in like groups of like three or four. Wolves live in a pack of six to ten. Yeah, that's true. So it's like you might say, "Yeah, I might, I can go toe to toe with a single wolf," but this man was living with a pack. Yeah, that, he had to keep. Yeah, he, no, like, he, the thing know. is that he had to fight wolves to show that he was the alpha male. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's the crazy part. Is that we're talking about I fighting wolves. I want to see a man box. That. I want to <laughs> see a man box some wolves. Dude, let's not talk no. about Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> no, no, that's animal abuse. I shouldn't say that. I don't want to see anyone box wolves. I'm sorry for saying that. <laughs> Dude, that literally just reminded me of Kangaroo Jack. That's all that that that. I didn't even, my brain never went to a man boxing a wolf. My, my brain instantly went to a man boxing a kangaroo. <laughs> I never saw Kangaroo Jack. I always saw the trailers, but I never saw the film. Dude, I watched that movie as a kid almost as much as I watched the Crocodile Hunter movie, which is a sad thing to say. And then they came with the sequel to Kangaroo Jack that was like mainly cartoon. Actually, I think it was all cartoon. <clears throat> I never watched it, so I don't actually know. But like, no, I, I can't. I don't know. I'm I'm at wit's end when it comes to talking about uh wild domesticated animals and raw meat eaters. I understand that. <laughs> so I guess since we're at wit's end, that's a, that's a pretty good place. At wit's end and at also end. the end of the podcast. Yeah, our minds have gotten out everything that they needed to. Our ideas have hit and they've meshed together. Uh, we are completely spent. Every idea that we've ever had is completely out in the air now until we recharge to come back next week to tell you something else weird we found. I hope. I really <laughs> hope. <laughs> well, I, I'm Chayton. And I'm Fish. And this has been Mind Mesh. Uh, you, uh, uh, shame, uh, no, we won't do shameless plugs. We'll wait. No Un- shameless until we plugs. figure out what we're doing, no exactly. shameless plugs. Join exactly. us back next week for some more mind mesh. Like, comment, subscribe, do all that fancy shit. I don't. That's not on all platforms though. Yeah, but oh shit, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're out of here. We're done, though. See you, boys. <laughs>